the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There were many that came sightseeing. They wanted to see things. And therefore followed Jesus because they wanted to see. Hmm? Not necessarily because they wanted to be saved. They came seeing. They wanted to see. But on many occasions, Jesus went from city to city, from one town to another, from village to village, from house to house, seeking. And he even sent out his disciples to go and look for people to be saved. This is what we ought to do as Christians. Well, if you look at, quickly take a look at Acts chapter 16. Now, as the apostles went about preaching the work of God, preaching the, the, the word of God, in Acts 16, we see Paul and his company. Normally, when they get to a city, they will go right into the synagogue. But it was not only the synagogue they went into. In this place, Acts 16 from verse 11, Therefore, sailing from Troas, we ran a straight course to Samothrace. And the next day, we came to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is the former city of, the part of that part of Macedonia, a colony. And we were staying in that city for some days. And on the Sabbath day, we went out of the city. We went out of the city to the riverside where prayer was customarily made. And we sat down and spoke to the woman who met there. Amen. They went to the outskirts of the city, to the riverside, where people would normally gather to pray. And they began talking to people. They went out looking, seeking. And in that place, they found a woman called Lydia, and they preached the word of God to her, and the Lord opened her heart. So we are sent, we have been called to go out to seek and to save and to serve. Amen. You are saved to serve. You are saved to serve. You are saved to serve God and serve others. You are saved to serve God and save others. You are saved to work for God. Now, let's listen to this powerful truth. This truth is powerfully motivating and elevating. God has a business and has called us to be partners with him in his divine venture. If somebody says, come and join me in this business, hmm? very different from, oh, I'll give you a job. I'll employ you. If somebody says to you, come and join in this business, wow, won't you be excited? Hmm? Won't you love it? Won't you welcome it? That's what God has done for us. He has called us to be partners with him. To me, that is powerfully motivating and elevating. Mm. You know, if they offer you a job and they offer you a big salary, you will be excited. You want to do it. You won't be able to sleep until you start working. The day before you work, you wake up at 3 a.m. because you don't want to be late. But when God says, you are partners with me in this business, 
That is powerful. It's powerfully motivating and elevating. God has called us to be partners with him in his divine venture. And this divine venture, we said, is what? Salvation, saving others. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 captured this very well. But particularly the verses 17 to 20. Verses 17 to 20. We are going to read only verses 18 and 19. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 18 and 19. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. And has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Not imputing their trespasses or their sin to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now, if you look at this very way, all things are of God, he says. God works out all things. God is in charge of all things. So you say, if God is in charge of all things, if God does all things, yeah, yeah let him do it. It's his business. No, let him do it. All things are of him. Yeah, okay. God, okay, do it. You do it. You do all things. You can do all things. But now God says, come, join me. Can God do all things? Hmm. God was in Christ. When Jesus was on earth, God was in him working salvation. And he has now given us the ministry, the service of reconciliation. Another word for service is ministry. He has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Not only that he has given us the ministry of reconciliation, he says he has committed this to us. He has given us, but he has committed it to us. So it's supposed to be what? Our commitment. Amen. And those are, those are you know, gentle words. Instead of saying he has commanded us, he has committed us to it. He has committed it to our hands. Mm. Ministry is from the Greek word, the Greek word diakonio, meaning to serve. In the New Testament, ministry is service to God and to other people in his name. Every Christian, every Christian, listen to this, every Christian is a minister. Every Christian is a servant of God. Every Christian is meant to be a minister. So if you are a Christian, and somebody asks you, are you a minister of God? I hope you will say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a minister of God. Mm. Are you a servant of God? You better say yes, I'm a servant of God. But are you really a servant of God? Are you serving God? Because serving God means what? You live for him. You live for him. You do his work. You do his bidding. If you listen to what the apostle says through the Holy Spirit in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Now this is... The next verse after 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 6 from verse 1, we then as workers together with him, we then as workers together with him also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. What does that mean? We are workers together with him. Don't receive the grace of God in vain. Use what he has given you. The salvation he has given you, use it. Be a worker with him. We are workers with God. We are partners with God. We want you to be partners with God. Don't receive the grace of God in vain. 
Don't waste the grace of God. Don't waste the salvation he has given you. And the next verse says, For he says, In an acceptable time, I have heard you. And the day of salvation, I have helped you. I have saved you. I have saved you. Save others. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. This is the day of salvation. Go save some people. Save others. Join the business of God. Join the business of God. That's what the Holy Spirit is saying through Apostle Paul there. We are partners with God. We are workers with God. We want you to be workers with God. So don't receive the grace of God in vain. Save others. He has saved you. Now he's saying, go save others. Today is the day of salvation. You are saved to serve. That's what the Lord is speaking to us on. You are saved to serve. To serve God and serve others. You are saved to serve God and save others. You are saved to work for God. As our father, we serve him, we honor him. As our master, we serve him, we honor him. As our savior, we serve him, we honor him. As our, sorry, as our God, we serve him, we honor him. Now in all of these, it's his love. It's love for us that moves us, that motivates us, that mandates us to serve him. Did you hear that? As our father, we serve him. We honor him as our master, our Lord. We serve him. By serving him, we honor him as our savior. We serve him. And by serving him, we honor him as our God. We serve him. We honor him. In all of that, it's his love. It's love for us that moves us, that motivates us, that even mandates us to serve him. It's not his fear. It's not a fear of him. That moves us. It's not what we're going to get. It's not what we're going to receive. It is his love. The one who has given us all things. Who has given us life. Is because of his love. He first loved us. So we love him. He first served us. So we serve him. He first gave to us. So we give to him. Did you hear that? He first loved us. So we love him. His love motivates us. He first served us. He came to serve. He served us. So what do we do? We serve him. He first gave to us. He gave his life to us. So we do what? We give our life to him. We live for him. Luke 17. Luke 17. We're not going to read the old scripture there, but we're going to read a part of it from verse 7. And which of you, having a servant plowing or tending sheep, will say to him when he has come in from the field, Come at once and sit down to eat. But will he not rather say to him, Prepare something for my supper, and gird yourself and serve me till I have eaten and drunk, and afterward you will eat and drink? Does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I think not so. So likewise you, when you have done all those things which you are commanded to do, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have, we have done what was our duty to do. Now, let's look at it closely. Jesus is painting this, a picture to them which, you know, they are all familiar with. Having a servant in the house. And most of them did have servants. 
and he says, your servant goes out. You are you have given a command for your servant to go out and care for the sheep in the field. Your servant has worked all day, sweating, tired, hungry. And your servant comes home and he says, you're not going to say to your servant, oh yeah, they have made food for you, have prepared food for you. Come sit down and eat, meaning you'll be serving your servant. Now he said, that's not the way it goes. That's not the way it goes. When your servant has worked all day, even tired, your servant comes home, you're going to say to your servant, go and get something. Go and prepare food for me to eat. I know you are hungry, but go and prepare food for me to eat. And after your servant has served you, then you say, okay, you can eat your food. That speaks of authority. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.